What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. Now I'm not a writer. Okay. What's happening, everybody? It's Sunday, 6 p.m. on a Valentine's Day. So hopefully you're watching and listening with the one you love, or even if that's yourself. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Onyx. Once again, here at the recording of the podcast known as Going Full Nerd. If you find your way home. For those who... Anyway, anyway, what's happening, everybody? What's going on? You know, we can't start the show without the funky intro music, and we cannot start the show without the shameless plug. So let's get the shameless plug out the way because there's a lot of stuff going on, and I know people like to stay on top of the newest thing, but I got to digest stuff. I got to I gotta digest stuff and let it, you know, sit on me, okay? I got to look at it and say, you know, this is what's going on. But shameless plug? We could do that anytime. And the shameless plug goes as follows. Thank you for watching this recording of the Going Full Nerd podcast on youtube.com slash going full nerd. If you're really, if you're really, really, really watching it, you don't need to subscribe. You just need to click the bell so you get the notifications. If you're listening to this on the podcast, which you can find on its home, anchor.fm slash going full nerd or going full nerd on Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast listening needs, go on over to YouTube, subscribe to YouTube, do that, watch, see my face, see what I look like, enjoy this beautiful, this good-looking, this, oh, well, whatever, enjoy whatever I am. Okay, <laughs> last but not least, please follow me on twitter.com slash onyxxx1969, uh, where you can get me just acting a fool because that's the place in the place to do it on the internet. Everybody else does it, so why can't I? 
Lastly, and not least, go to goingfullnerd.com for press releases, buy some cool merchandise, you know, branded with the Going Full Nerd logo. And, you know, I take cash too on goingfullnerd.stream. Okay, now we got all that out the way. Oh, man. Whoo. Yo, now I'm going to tell you, cats, it's that time again for my double episode review and theory update regarding Marvel's WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. Now, episodes five and six, all right, they've had their shares of shocks, surprises, but I think the real banger, the real just, you know, just we about to blow your socks off is coming real soon. Now, I've spoken to some people offline. Some of you I haven't. I know y'all got stuff to say. But here's the thing, and I've read a ton of theories online. But I think after watching these last two episodes, I know I say this every every two weeks when I go ahead and review these. But I think I got the 90% solution. So hear me out. Hear me out. Um. I will say there will be spoilers. So if you have not watched episodes five and six of WandaVision on Disney Plus, proceed at your own risk. This is the last warning I'm going to give. If I spoil it for you, if you one of those types that gotta have, oh, I gotta see it for you know, I gotta see it. I can't have nobody tell me about it. I want to be shocked and surprised. Then go no further. Walk away. But if you are like me and you don't care, you got to see it for yourself anyway, because you're going to come out with your own theories because you may see something that I missed. Hey, stay, enjoy. Let me know what you think. It is what it is. So after watching the last two episodes and knowing so many background details, all right, about Upcoming Marvel production, stuff they've released, press releases, set photos, things like that. I got a vague idea, vague idea, just a little, little idea on where this is going. And I think that you will agree with me. I think so. So let me take a sip of the adult beverage and we'll get started. Mm. Okay. I'm beginning to realize a couple of things about WandaVision. Now, the first thing is, is the odd numbered episodes will leave you scratching your head more than anything else. You know, episodes one, three, you know, five, you know, that's just how it is. And the even number ones introduce concepts that either make you think you got it or throw you off track. All right. Now, I'm just going out there. I'm just putting that out there. So let's jump into this because my mind is blown. It's blown. It's blown. And like I say, I hope you agree with me. Some of you will disagree, but we're going to go. All right. Episode five. It was a major mind-blowing episode. Okay. Now, what I'm going to do, especially after the the events of episode four. All right. If you want to know what happened in episode four, get your recap. Go back on the YouTube channel. Go back on the podcast. Find that video. Listen, look, and you'll see where we're getting to now. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to take this in little small bits with key major points. I'm not going to go over everything, but I'm going to go over each little thing that, you know, I think pertains to my theory 
and will move us further ahead. We only have three episodes left in the series, folks. I'm just letting you know. All right. Number one, they pissed Wanda off. Okay. Here's the deal. And this is not in any order in which they appeared in the episode. So just letting you know. A weaponized Stark drone, okay, from the 1980s is not what you want to send in front of a highly powerful being who basically, from the point of view of the story at this point, has kidnapped the whole town. Now, here's the thing. After figuring out they sent something from the time period into the hex that would not change as it's gone through, and I call it a hex because we'll get to that in a little bit, it wouldn't change. All right. So if I if I rolled up in there with a Bluetooth, it would turn into an old school 1980s bag phone or something like that. I, you, you see my point? So, you know, that we figured that out now. It's not going to change that shady ass sword director. We're going to we're going to talk more about him a little bit later. But he snuck a missile onto the throne onto the drone. OK. and. Monica did not know it. Okay. We're talking Monica Rambo, Captain Rambo. She didn't know it. And when she found out, she was like, oh, hell no. Because here's the thing seeing that you had a Stark drone, you know, which in the 80s, I don't think we had drones. You know, I can't remember. Did, did we have drones in the 80s? It is what it is. But, you know, this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This was. The Starks, you know, they were doing stuff back then. So, yeah, it's not surprising that they would have drone tech like that in the 1980s. But here's the deal. The answer is clear on this. S.W.O.R.D. managed to keep a bunch of easy, accessible items that they got from either S.H.I.E.L.D. or from Tony's warehouses and got all this tech, all right? To do drone strikes? I mean, how fast did they get a 1980s drone and outfitted with a missile? Think about this, folks. Think about it. Where did they get this stuff from? You know, going back to Iron Man, I thought Iron Man got rid of that stuff. You know, it is what it is. Government had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Now, here's the thing. This could be a lead-in. Reason being, think about this. Minor, minor detail. Whoop, whoop. Minor detail minor detail. So if we've got drone tech and things like that, and we're seeing Stark industry stuff show up from its destructive era, pre-Iron Man, okay, this could be the basis of the Armor Wars um, series that they're proposing with Don Cheadle, okay? It's not much, it's not like the comic. It may not be exactly, oh, they've compromised his armor technology, but it could be his weaponized technology throughout the years, and Rhodey is trying to recall it all based on Tony's last wishes. That's minor plot point. Slide it out there. Major plot point. That missile was enough to piss Wanda off, and things get crazy after this, which you will see. Now, here's the deal. Where was the vision? Okay, we all know that Wanda, according to the footage that they showed on the episodes, that Wanda broke into a sword facility, all right, and got Vision's remains. Now, 
What was Sword doing with Vision's body before Wanda hit the scene and disturbed their work? Hmm. I mean, somebody recovered the body from Wakanda, all right, after Infinity War, all right? And they were doing some low-key, dangerous stuff with this, what we like to call Ultron technology. Because, you know, Ultron Stark technology, because that's what Vision is. I mean, and think about it. This show takes place beginning three weeks after the blip, which is the return of people during Endgame when Hulk did his snap. All right? So that means S.W.O.R.D. has had this, had the vision and other technology for five freaking years. Five years since that, those events. Hmm. Interesting. Now, how they got it from Wakanda back, I don't know. Maybe the Avengers, remaining Avengers, Black Widow, and the rest of them, maybe that'll be answered in the Black Widow movie. Maybe that'll be answered in one of these last remaining three episodes of WandaVision, or maybe that will be answered in possibly um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't know. Don't know when Falcon and the Winter Soldier takes place in relation to the timeline, but these are things that we got to consider. What were they doing with the vision? That we don't know. We know it was something underhanded, but we don't know what. Because this is a little bit more than just Wanda having an emotional breakdown, going to get the vision's body and doing what they were planning on doing and, you know, doing what we're seeing unfold. You feeling me? Okay, I'm building the theory now. Work with me here. Work with me. Now, the Vision himself is becoming very aware of what's going on around him. Okay? Boom. This episode, the fifth episode, builds upon the fact that Vision is now aware something is wrong. Horribly, horribly wrong. He now seems to have the ability, or maybe he's always had the ability, to wake people up out of the false reality. And... True to his nature, he just wants to save others. Okay, now, Vision has expressed confusion, all right, about this reality since episode one. Look for the clues. Look for the clues. I went back, went all the way back to episode one. There have been moments where Vision was like, what the hell? And Wanda rewound everything, edited reality, as we have seen to do what they do. Now, here we go. I'm working here. Here's the deal. By the time we get to the end of this episode, with all the stuff going down, Wanda and Vision, hey, Valentine's Day, this is perfect. You got uh, uh, this couple arguing. She literally tried to roll the credits on his ass, and he was like, oh, hell no. We gonna talk about this. To the point he even rose up and she rose up and then things went down. She tried to roll the credits on him. Now, wouldn't that be handy? I mean, talking to those of us with significant others, when we, we, we disagree, wouldn't it be easy just to, you know, snap our fingers and roll the credits on us? Don't tell my wife I said that. Don't tell her I said that. She probably heard me, but don't, don't, don't tell her I said that. Okay. Now, here's the deal. He's realizing this reality is more of Wanda's doing to a point. Okay, because he remembers everything, 
even those rewound parts, he remembers certain events, things that have been happening, especially when he's been waking people up out of the false reality. He remembers it, but yet he does not remember anything before him going into Westview. He does not remember anything going into Westview. Key point. All right. Now, bet you guys didn't notice that. Bet you did. All right. Every time Wanda or whoever rewinds reality, edits or moves ahead, he still remembers. It, it clicks back in eventually. Think about it. All right. Now, another thing that popped up, them badass kids. Okay. We ain't going to talk about the rapid one episode pregnancy where she went from zero to pregnant in 500. You know, it, it is what it is. But here's my deal. Here's my thing. All right. Let's, let's get it. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm, I got to get this. I got to get this. The twins are able to age themselves and make inquiries outside of Wanda's control. Mm. Think about that. Think about that. That they are the entity that Wanda cannot control. Why? We're going to get into that. But remember, Agnes has said, kids, <laughs> you can't control them while she was sipping <laughs> the dark liquor, her beverage of choice, <laughs> when the kids age themselves up. This is something to also keep in mind. All right. Now, we're getting there. We're getting there. I see the comments, but we're getting there, people. We're moving forward. Come on. We're going to speed this up. Director Haywood, this motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry, my, my language. He knows he's hiding something. He is hiding, hiding something. And the clues aren't completely out there. But him wanting to arm that drone, eliminate Wanda, recover the vision, he was doing something suspect. All right? Or he's trying to cover for someone or something bigger than himself. Although it was revealed that he, between this episode and episode six, it was revealed he bears a strong dislike for superpowered individuals after the events of the snap. Comment made. I think it was in episode six, but still, we're going to talk about Hayward a little bit. You don't know the hell, Rambo, what was going on during the five years you were gone. Remember that. Pick up that clue. All right. Now, let's talk about Quicksilver, or shall I say Pietro. All right. Everyone, at the end of this ep episode five, rejoice when they saw Quicksilver from the Fox movie show up. Now, the fan theories about introducing mutants and X-Men came into everybody's mind, and everybody was like, oh, we're going to get the mutants. This is definitely a multiverse. Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. Um, let me shut this down real freaking quick. Marvel Studios said, we are years away from an X-Men introduction, and I will have to agree, because there's too much backstory to put together, and I feel that the groundwork for this is slowly coming. 
also the surprise on Wanda's face because she knows her brother is dead. See Avengers Age of Ultron. Go back, watch that movie. I know it is what it is. But here's the deal. The meta jokes about her recasting Pietro confirm this. All right. It confirms the fact that she knows Pietro is dead. She kicked Monica out of Westview because of that comment. Yet this dude shows up talking about I'm Pietro. And at the end of the episode, we get the shocker. They recast Pietro. Man, come on. Work with me. Work with me. All right. Now, the commercials. These are really the key clues. Key clues. These commercials are recaps of key events in her life. You know, the one for episode five, Lagos, it recalls the scene that kicked off the Sokovia Accords when she moved an exploding crossbones away from Captain America and accidentally killed hundreds of innocents. You know what I'm saying? You got me on this one? You feeling me on this one? It is what it is. Now, here's the thing. There's more to come regarding the commercials, and we're going to talk about episode six in just a moment. Now, Episode six, it brought a rest of this into perspective. Like I was telling you earlier, odd numbers get you excited. Six delivers the explanations to a point. Okay. Odd, even, odd, even. Now, here's the deal. Let's deal with Pietro. All right. Especially since we only got three episodes left. That means this sucker is going to end on an odd note. And the odd note's going to lead that cliff in the hanger leading into whatever's next you feel me or is it they said this is going to be directly tied to dr strange and the multiverse of madness dr strange 2 and we'll get to that about my villain choices in just a minute all right so now here's the key so much about pietro is way off and honestly i could see through this charade because this is not pietro from age of ultron reincarnated we know that this is not quicksilver or Peter from the Fox X-Men universe. This is definitely either an agent of whoever is boosting Wanda's power levels or orchestrating this whole anomaly or somebody different. First of all, he asks too many questions about certain events and knows too much about events being Quicksilver or Pietro, whatever you want to call him. He should not know about okay example he's got conflicting memories think about it the time they got typhus flashback that doesn't i mean yeah it's some it doesn't understand it why does he have a red mom tattoo on his left shoulder notice red red has been a semblance symbolism of scarlet witch's power throughout this whole series interesting take a look at it he understands and makes meta references to things like him looking different and the quote, if I found Shangri-La, I wouldn't want to remember the past either. Think about that. Okay. Look, if you don't believe me, go back and rewatch the episode. All right. The kick-ass statement by Wanda and the kids was a good inside joke in reference to the two different Quicksilvers both performing in the movie uh, Kick-Ass, but it is what it is. You know, not too much on that. But Wanda is curious about this one element she is not in control of, and you could tell by the expressions on her face 
all right, that things aren't as clear-cut as a Wanda gone rogue, all right? All right, let's get it on. Okay, now, here's the deal. His statement about getting shot in the street like a chump for no reason doesn't fit well with his original personality of Pietro or with the Fox version. I know that they're doing adjustments inside this altered reality, but I would have expected if it was the real Pietro, he would have said something like, I bet you didn't see that coming. That would have been a clue that, you know, it's our Pietro with a different face or something similar. All right. Here's the thing. Lastly, his question about where did she hide all these kids? Because this is the first episode kids outside of the twins really appeared in WandaVision. Now that's creepy. You feeling me? And he made all the references about keeping couples together, things like that. But this is the first time they really discussed kids. And the accent, like you guys are saying. Now, since he asked this, how does this exclude him from being the true enemy or villain? But this could be someone who knows the history and could have gained access and is trying to fix what's wrong. Here's another theory. Is this Pietro? Dr. Strange or Wong getting access into the reality and trying to assess the situation. Or, in my guess, is this the mystery villain? Let's go. Let's go. Work with me. Plus, she hit him with that energy blast after the comment, it's not like your dead husband can die twice. How can he know that if he's Pietro, if he died prior to the events in Infinity War, if he died prior to the fact of her becoming a full-fledged Avengers and the Lagos scenario, which created the Sokovian Accord? Boom. Boom. Let's, let's, let's get there. Work with me. Let's get there. Do that. Do that. Do that. Now, let's talk to twins manifestation of power within the twins they're pretty much not under wanda's influence and we know that that's disturbing based on the comics they're fragments of mephisto's soul for those who don't know who mephisto is mephisto is the comic book embodiment of the devil all right he's the comic book embodiment of the devil now there are more to them that I just can't put my finger on just yet, but they have a connection to Wanda and Vision that shows they are not just illusions or created entities or people under Wanda's control. All right. Yes, and why, And Vision asked Wanda why were there no other kids in the previous episodes. Mm, think about it. Work with me here. Work with me here. Now let's get to the commercials. The commercials, we're almost done, folks. We're almost done. I got to watch, make sure the camera doesn't click off on me, but watch the commercials. Here's the go. Let's talk commercial. This week's commercials is telling more, not in my opinion, of her past, but a clue as what to happen in order to give her the power boost we see. This week's commercial was an animated commercial talking about Yo Magic, a faux yoga commercial, okay, that pretty much shows a figure in despair 
correlating to Wanda, accepting help from a shark. There's symbolism there. Okay. And instead of satisfying the hunger that they have, it drains them of everything until there's nothing left. If you notice, Wanda's expending a, expending a lot of power. Okay. And she's having a hard time keeping it all under control. Plus, she seems, if you look at her, more frazzled each episode beginning. Each episode, she's a little more frazzled. And also, if you listen to the recap portion of each episode, you know, where they go on the previous episode of WandaVision, you could tell the voice has a little more, it's a little more tense each time you hear it as the episodes go up in number. Surprise, surprise, folks. Now, let's talk about Vision and Agnes. All right. Now, we've established that he could wake people up from the anomaly and for the most part, it takes a concentrated effort from Wanda to keep these people in line. All right. So whatever has the town trapped, it's a localized event. We know that hex shape covered Westview. All right. And as you move from the center of wherever Wanda's at, people seem to be stuck in a loop or frozen, unable to address the others around them. Okay. Now. With this, all right, she was about Agnes. She was able to talk before Vision touched her, even though she was in the outskirts near that Ellis Avenue. Remember, that was mentioned from the kids, from the twins, all right? Even though that was mentioned, she should have been completely frozen. She was stopped in the street, so she should have been completely frozen. All right, we, we'll get to it. We'll get to Herb. Don't worry. All right, so now here's the thing. Before he touched her, she was talking. She was answering him. I think that was a ruse. I think that was her still playing along, okay? Just because of the frozen people. You know, think about that, all right? Now, she did not correct him when he said Agnes. Everybody in there is under a different name, an assumed name. When she woke, when he woke Agnes up, he still, she still responded to being called Agnes. Little details. The devil's in the details. The devil's in the details. All right. Plus, with her knowing about Wanda, the powers changing her lines like in those other episodes can we start from the top watching the kids the kids they grow up don't they magic being used in front of her her always coming in unannounced all right boom this places her in a different category and i can't decide her allegiance yes agnes has some sort of power all right but Here's the other thing. The fact that Vision made it out of the, the, the field and still was able to talk and started immediately falling apart shows how connected he is to Wanda and to this anomaly. All right? There's going to be more to that. We're getting to the end of, we're getting to the end of my recap, plus we're getting to my theory. So hold your breath, people. Hold your breath. All right. Let's talk Monica Rambeau. Revealed her DNA has changed. 
as a result of her going in the barrier, then getting her ass kicked out. If she goes in again, I think we're going to get the origin of Photon, Spectrum, whatever we want to call her. It is what it is. But the big mystery that everybody's focusing in on, who's her aerospace engineer friend that's going to help her get back in the hex? Well, we don't know if her and Jimmy Woo actually outran the hex, but I'm going to make the assumption that they did. And the aerospace engineer friend, internet rumors say is Reed Richards. You're not getting Reed Richards just yet. There's been a few different Fantastic Four drops that I thought, you know, I, I, I said it earlier from the earlier episode reviews. Oh, maybe it's the astronauts that came back after the blip and were caught out there. The, the cosmic energy, you know, drops and all that stuff. I don't think the engineer, aerospace engineer is Reed Richards. It could be, but the likelihood is low. All right. I think it's a throwaway character. I don't know. It could also be Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart. You know, this would be along the lines of introducing that character, maybe a little older, not the 15-year-old prodigy. Don't know. Could be. They do have an Ironheart series coming up. That would be a good bam. Surprise. You know, but it is what it is. Now, the expansion of the Hex. I know I've seen your comments, guys. You've been talking about Darcy got sucked in. Everybody got sucked in. All those sword agents turned into clowns because that's what she thought of them. The circus came to town with all the tents. Blah, blah, blah. All that good stuff. Getting sucked in the TV land. Hey, that's something I can't wait for episode seven. <laughs> episode seven is probably going to have some real screwed up stuff, but it's also going to leave us on a cliffhanger leading into episode eight, which I know that they'll go ahead and explain it. So after those two episode drops, we're going to get another theories change video. It is going to be what it is. So with all this that I just put out, all this little information that I wanted to kind of bring to your attention, here we go. All right. I am still in line with most of the online predictions that the villain is not 100% Wanda. I will agree that. Okay. But multiple power players creating problems and taking advantage of opportunity and that opportunity being Wanda's grief. All right. That is something that I think is 100% accurate. Now, number one, if introducing a new villain to the MCU, make it Mephisto or where I was originally leaning towards nightmare. Here's the deal. This is where I get the title of this week's show. Don't you love it? This is where I get the title of this week's show. <laughs> the devil, which devil in the details is it? Don't you like what I do that? You know, just like a TV show where they mention the title. <laughs> which devil is it in the details? Now, here you go. I don't think it is Mephisto or Nightmare, even though I am still kind of saying, yeah, it could be Nightmare. It is. And that's because I, both of them fit the, fit the bill as being able to augment Wanda's powers through magical means and illusion. It is what it is. All right. Now, here's the deal. I really doubt a large-scale villain as either one of those would be introduced since Marvel Studios did say that the next Thanos-level threat will more than likely be Kang the Conqueror, who will be introduced in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. All right? Boom. So you heard it here. Stop saying it's Mephisto. It could be Nightmare, but it, it, that's slowly draining away. All right? I will also throw one thing. 
It is not Ultron. Reason being, Ultron being a technical being, this is not something or someone that's affecting Wanda. He could not affect Wanda's powers. Remember, from Age of Ultron, Wanda got her powers from an Infinity Stone, all right? Not from Ultron. He just maximized on her hatred of Stark at the time, her and her brother's hatred of Stark, to capitalize and use them for his purposes. He didn't care about life anyway. He was trying to create more robotic entities. So being able to revive vision, all that stuff, I'm not saying Haywood wouldn't think of something like that, but Ultron is too powerful of a character for that to come into play. Boom. So here's the deal. Who is the villain? Who is it? All right. Agnes. Agnes, I will say I agree with the fact that she is Agatha Harkness, or at least an MCU version of the character who served as Wanda's mentor in the comics. And in this show, she is more than a wacky neighbor, but I agree she is a magic user who Wanda possibly reached out to after the end game battle after she found out what happened to vision and she got help from agnes to create this pocket reality now in the comics agnes was a disciple of mephisto eventually but in the mcu i think she is the person who is under witness protection that jimmy woo can't remember because there's a block on people perceiving Westview. She is one of the only people on the board that did not have a driver's license and was not identified. Therefore, she was someone who was on the FBI under witness protection. Now, drum roll, please. Boodle, 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 boom. Who is the real vi villain? Well, this is how it connects to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. The true villain is Mordo. Yes, Baron Mordo. Take that to heart. You're going to be like, where the hell you get this BS and coming off out of left field? Listen. Mordo is Doctor Strange's friend and enemy who was last seen in the post-credit scenes of Doctor Strange removing magic users from the Marvel Universe, okay? Here's the deal. Agnes, be, being Agatha Harkness, the witch, the magic user, okay? Under witness protection because after the events of Doctor Strange, she went to whoever she thought could help her okay, which was the FBI to put her under witness protection because Mordo was going around killing these magic users, all right, sucking the magic out of them, leaving them all effed up. You feel me? Work with me here, okay? Now, here's the deal. She hooked up with Wanda, who was grief-stricken, and saw the opportunity because she sensed the power within Wanda and used it to augment to protect that reality. Remember, Westview from episode four was invisible to all those outside. Everybody forgot about it. 
everybody forgot about it, except for those who were able to perceive things differently, i.e. Rambo, who came back from the blip, but also had exposure to an infinity stone-infused person in the past, which was Captain Marvel. Then you also had Jimmy Woo. He could not go in. Remember, he perceived something didn't want me to come in. But because he had that connection to the missing person, he knew something was up because the trail went cold right there. He never attempted to walk into Westview. Think about that. Think about it. Oh, think about it. It is what it is. What you think, folks? What you think? We got three episodes left. Two more theories change videos before the final episode discussion. And I think I figured it out. What do you think? What do you think? That Ultron guess way out of left field, man. Ultron is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. There are no other clues in this to fixate on Ultron. Nothing. Nothing. You got to prove it to me. Don't care if she was beefing with Carol Danvers. She had it. She's been exposed to that infinity gem since she was a young kid. There was when Carol had just became Captain Marvel, remember, during Captain Marvel movie, so she may not have been able to control any background, what's that, CMBR radiation coming off of her? Hmm. Think about it. Think about it. That's my theory. That's my theory. That's where we go. So, villain, Baron Mordo. Also, if you look at the IMDb credits, look at Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which they said this, this series is a direct lead-in to for that sequel <laughs> that comes out in 2022. All right? Think about it, folks. If that's the case, Marvel is known for dragging us on for years at a time when it comes to sequels and, and, and finishing up stories. Baron Mordo is the villain or is an identified villain in the second Doctor Strange movie. All right? Dottie could be Mordo. That's a possibility. Could be. But if that was the case, I think she would have took uh, Agnes out uh, before now. Unless Wanda has more control than anybody thinks. Hmm. Mm. All right. But anyway, that's the end of the episode. Theories change. I've gone on for 41 minutes. That's a long time for me to do a show. But anyway, folks, hey, as always, I like to tell you guys, thanks for listening. This is one of the few times I get to express and enjoy myself when it comes to this stuff. And I will say, I will address the release of the Snyder Cut trailer today. I'll do my own video about that. I got a few choice words. I got a few choice words. And not everybody's going to like them. But anyway, folks, hey, it is what it is. Remember, if you can't say anything nice about somebody, don't say it at all. Send it to me. Let me say it for you. And as always, with the funky outro music, peace, y'all. And I'm out of here. Let me hit it because I'm still fly.
Thanks. Great seeing each of y'all. Low Cuts, Omar, Thomas, Ron, Demond. Thanks, Red. All of y'all appreciate y'all joining in. Cause I'm still fly. I'm still fly. Let's go. Hey, don't be a hater, folks. This was pretty cool. This was pretty long. But hey, WandaVision is turning out pretty damn good. Slow start, but it's all connected. Go back and watch those first episodes. There's clues. There's clues. All seeing eye will tell you. <laughs> but any later, fellas. Later, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your Valentine's Day. Enjoy your President's Day time off tomorrow if you got it. Take a listen to the podcast in case you missed anything that I said. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here.